part two of chapter eighty nine of the adventures of peregrine pickle volume two by tobias smollett this librivox recording is in the public domain recording by martin geeson chapter eighty nine part two it would have been well for our hero had he always acted with the same circumspection but he had his unguarded moments in which he fell a prey to the unsuspecting integrity of his own heart there was a person among the number of his acquaintances whose conversation he particularly relished because it was frank agreeable and fraught with many sensible observations upon the craft and treachery of mankind this gentleman had made shift to discuss a very genteel fortune though it was spent with taste and reputation and now he was reduced to his shifts for the maintenance of his family which consisted of a wife and child not that he was destitute of the necessaries of life being comfortably supplied by the bounty of his friends but this was a provision not at all suited to his inclination and he had endeavoured by divers unsuccessful schemes to retrieve his former independency peregrine happened one evening to be sitting alone in a coffee-house where he overheard a conversation between this schemer and another gentleman touching an affair that engaged his attention the stranger had been left trustee for fifteen hundred pounds bequeathed to the other's daughter by an aunt and was strongly solicited to pay the money to the child's father who assured him he had then an opportunity to lay it out in such a manner as would greatly conduce to the advantage of his family the trustee reminded him of the nature of his charge which made him accountable for the money until the child should have attained the age of eighteen but at the same time gave him to understand that if he could procure such security as would indemnify him from the consequences he would forthwith pay the legacy into his hands to this proposal the father replied that it was not to be supposed he would risk the fortune of his only child upon any idle scheme or precarious issue and therefore he thought it reasonable that he should have the use of it in the meantime and that as to security he was loath to trouble any of his friends about an affair which might be compromised without their interposition observing that he would not look upon his condescension as a favour if obtained by a security on which he could borrow the same sum from any usurer in town after much importunity on one side and evasion on the other the moneyed gentleman told him that though he would not surrender the sum deposited in his hands for the use of his daughter he would lend him what he should have occasion for in the meantime and if upon her being of age he should be able to obtain her concurrence the money should be placed to her account provided he could find any person of credit who would join with him in a bond for the assurance of the lender 
this proviso was an obstruction which the other would not have been able to surmount without great difficulty had not his cause been espoused by our hero who thought it was a pity a man of honour and understanding should suffer in his principal concerns on such a paltry consideration he therefore presuming on his acquaintance interposed in the conversation as a friend who interested himself in the affair and being fully informed of the particulars offered himself as a security for the lender this gentleman being a stranger to peregrine was next day made acquainted with his funds and without farther scruple accommodated his friend with one thousand pounds for which he took their bond payable in six months though he protested that the money should never be demanded until the infant should be of age unless some accident should happen which he could not then foresee pickle believed this declaration sincere because he could have no interest in dissembling but what he chiefly depended upon for his own security was the integrity and confidence of the borrower who assured him that happen what would he should be able to stand between him and all danger the nature of his plan being such as would infallibly treble the sum in a very few months in a little time after this transaction writs being issued out for electing a new parliament our adventurer by the advice of his patron went into the country in order to canvass for a borough and lined his pockets with a competent share of bank-notes for the occasion but in this project he unfortunately happened to interfere with the interest of a great family in the opposition who for a long series of years had made members for that place and were now so much offended at the intrusion of our young gentleman that they threatened to spend ten thousand pounds in frustrating his design this menace was no other than an incitement to peregrine who confided so much in his own influence and address that he verily believed he should be able to baffle his grace even in his own territories by that victory he hoped to establish his reputation and interest with the minister who through the recommendation of his noble friend countenanced his cause and would have been very well pleased to see one of his greatest enemies suffer such a disgraceful overthrow which would have moreover in a great measure shaken his credit with his faction our hero intoxicated with the ideas of pride and ambition put all his talents to the test in the execution of this project he spared no expense in treating the electors but finding himself rivalled in this respect by his competitor who was powerfully supported he had recourse to those qualifications in which he thought himself superior he made balls for the ladies visited the matrons of the corporation adapted himself to their various humours with surprising facility drank with those who loved a cherishing cup in private 
made love to the amorous prayed with the religious gossiped with those who delighted in scandal and with great sagacity contrived agreeable presents to them all this was the most effectual method of engaging such electors as were under the influence of their wives as for the rest he assailed them in their own way setting whole hogsheads of beer and wine abroach for the benefit of all comers and into those sordid hearts that liquor would not open he found means to convey himself by the help of a golden key while he thus exerted himself his antagonist was not idle his age and infirmities would not permit him to enter personally into their parties but his steward and adherents bestirred themselves with great industry and perseverance the market for votes ran so high that pickle's ready money was exhausted before the day of election and he was obliged to write to his patron an account of the dilemma to which he was reduced entreating him to take such speedy measures as would enable him to finish the business which he had so happily begun this nobleman communicated the circumstances of the case to the minister and in a day or two our candidate found credit with the receiver-general of the county who lent him twelve hundred pounds on his personal note payable on demand by means of this new supply he managed matters so successfully that an evident majority of votes was secured in his interest and nothing could have obstructed his election had not the noble peer who set up his competitor in order to avoid the shame and mortification of being foiled in his own borough offered to compromise the affair with his honour by giving up two members in another place provided the opposition should cease in his own corporation this proposal was greedily embraced on the eve of election peregrine received an intimation from his patron desiring him to quit his pretensions on pain of his and the minister's displeasure and promising that he should be elected for another place no other disappointment in life could have given him such chagrin as he felt at the receipt of this tantalizing order by which the cup of success was snatched from his lip and all the vanity of his ambitious hope humbled in the dust he cursed the whole chain of his court connections inveighed with great animosity against the rascally scheme of politics to which he was sacrificed and in conclusion swore he would not give up the fruits of his own address for the pleasure of any minister upon earth this laudable resolution however was rendered ineffectual by his friend the receiver-general who was bearer of the message and after having in vain endeavoured to persuade him to submission fairly arrested him upon the spot for the money he had advanced 
this expedient being performed by virtue of a writ which he had been advised to take out in case the young man should prove refractory the reader who by this time must be pretty well acquainted with the disposition of our adventurer may easily conceive how he relished this adventure at first all the faculties of his soul were swallowed up in astonishment and indignation and some minutes elapsed before his nerves would obey the impulse of his rage which manifested itself in such an application to the temples of the plaintiff as laid him sprawling on the floor this assault which was committed in a tavern whither he had been purposely decoyed attracted the regard of the bailiff and his followers who to the number of four rushed upon him at once in order to overpower him but his wrath inspired him with such additional strength and agility that he disengaged himself from them in a trice and seizing a poker which was the first weapon that presented itself to his hand exercised it upon their skulls with incredible dexterity and execution the officer himself who had been the first that presumed to lay violent hands upon him felt the first effects of his fury in a blow upon the jaws in consequence of which he lost three of his teeth and fell athwart the body of the receiver with which he formed the figure of a st andrew's cross one of his myrmidons seeing the fate of his chief would not venture to attack the victor in front but wheeling to one side made an attempt upon him in flank and was received obliquely by our hero's left hand and foot so masterly disposed to the right side of his leg and the left side of his neck that he bolted foremost into the chimney where his chin was encountered by the grate which in a moment seared him to the bone the rest of the detachment did not think proper to maintain the dispute but evacuating the room with great expedition locked the door on the outside and bellowed aloud to the receiver's servants beseeching them to come to the assistance of their master who was in danger of his life meanwhile this gentleman having recollected himself demanded a parley which having with difficulty obtained of our incensed candidate in consequence of the most submissive application he complained grievously of the young gentleman's intemperance and heat of disposition and very calmly represented the danger of his rashness and indiscretion he told him that nothing could be more outrageous or idle than the resistance he had made against the laws of his country because he would find it impracticable to withstand the whole executive power of the county which he could easily raise to apprehend and secure him that over and above the disgrace that would accrue to him from this imprudent conduct he would knock his own interest on the head by disobliging his friends in the administration who were to his knowledge at present very well disposed to do him service that for his own part 
what he had done was by the express order of his superiors and not out of any desire of distressing him and that far from being his enemy notwithstanding the shocking insult he had sustained he was ready to withdraw the writ provided he would listen to any reasonable terms of accommodation peregrine who was not more prone to anger than open to conviction being appeased by his condescension moved by his arguments and chid by his own reflection for what he had done in the precipitation of his wrath began to give ear to his remonstrances and the bailiffs being ordered to withdraw they entered into a conference the result of which was our adventurer's immediate departure for london so that next day his competitor was unanimously chosen because nobody appeared to oppose his election the discontented pickle on his arrival in town went directly to the house of his patron to whom in the anguish of his disappointment he bitterly complained of the treatment he had received by which besides the disgrace of his overthrow he was no less than two thousand pounds out of pocket exclusive of the debt for which he stood engaged to the receiver his lordship who was prepared for this expostulation on his knowledge of the young man's impetuous temper answered all the articles of his charge with great deliberation giving him to understand the motives that induced the minister to quit his interest in that borough and soothing him with assurances that his loss would be amply rewarded by his honour to whom he was next day introduced by this nobleman in the warmest style of recommendation the minister who was a pattern of complaisance received him with the most engaging affability thanked him very kindly for his endeavours to support and strengthen the interest of the administration and faithfully promised to lay hold on the first opportunity to express the sense he had of his zeal and attachment desiring to see him often at his levee that in the multiplicity of business he might not be in danger of forgetting his services and desert. End of chapter eighty nine.